Cheers! Uh, oh, that was a good one. I'm not one. making a clink on my end. Yes. <laughs> well, welcome to the Richie Rich and Westover show. We are coming to you live from West Hollywood, California and Glendale, Arizona. This week we're talking about... Yay! yay yes, we're, we're um, still patching Richie Rich in. Uh, this week we're talking about a number of trending topics. We have some sadness. We have a couple of celebrity deaths. We have a, actually a lot of celebrity stuff this week. A lot of celebrity shade, some of which was breaking or was at least breaking to us right before we went to record this podcast. Uh, <laughs> right? And then um, we have some some tech news. We have some subversive holiday movie, like a subversive holiday movie list. Some really good, like, not anti-Christmas movies, but anti-heroes in Christmas-themed settings. Um, and then we'll, of course, do Who Do We Hate, Who Do We Love, and we'll top it all off with our sex question of the week. This week we asked, have you ever called out the wrong name during sex? <laughs> Oops. Oh boy. Yeah, tune in to find that out. Yeah, well we threw it out there on Twitter. Of course we always throw the question up and leave it up for a few days to vote on. And at the end of the show we'll tell you where it's at currently and then you can, can vote as well. Of course you can catch that if you follow me at Westifer on Twitter. And you can follow Richie Rich, Richie too. Rich yeah, Richie Rich 909. So uh, you can always stay up to the minute with our uh, sex question results. So we'll get to all that. But first... No, that's all, actually. So... <laughs> We'll do. <laughs> no, really, we do some shoutouts before the show, but again, I didn't. Uh, I didn't write any down, so I don't have any shoutouts. It's the holidays. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> so with that said, no shoutouts this week. I uh, haven't really been promoting the show that much. Usually, we just call out some people that we've either they've told us they listen to the show or that we have forced them on some level to subscribe. And, um, yeah, this, you know what is weird when you get towards the last few weeks of the year, just other priorities start to take over and you're shift into these different modes. So yeah, I haven't really been, uh, promoting the, the podcast this week. So bad on us. We didn't get any reviews this week. Oh my God. People are busy buying presents and yeah. getting trees for it and well, we have livers to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I all of that and um, well, hopefully people are listening to the show. So if you are on your little Christmas break, maybe you're at the airport and you're catching up on all your trending topics, we are here for you. Let's dive into it. Let's do it. This week, we had a couple of celebrity deaths. 2016 has been a real bitch. And especially in terms of celebrity deaths, I feel like 
I don't know. I can't remember another year that's really been on par with so many people. They're dropping like flies, Richie Rich. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> like, please don't buy me. <laughs> My God, I know. So this week, uh, I know. We're, it, uh, this week, Alan Thick at 69, apparently while playing basketball with his son, uh, dropped dead from a heart attack. How terrible for him and well his family, and to imagine like being there, you know, when your father passes away, such a terrible like. What a dramatic scene! God, what a way to go! I know. Same with your nineteen-year-old son, and he was sixty-nine. Yeah, he was only 69. He was not like, that old. You know, normally if people no, have a heart like attack... Years in him, and he was very fit and very active. Yeah, and normally if people have a heart attack, you know, their first one, they survive. And, you know, maybe yeah. have surgery. and So that was definitely a surprise. Like, wow. And then just... Was it just today... Um, that yeah. Zsa Zsa Gabor Zsa Zsa Gabor passed away really the original like tabloid queen definitely mm-hmm. very famous for being famous she and her sister were in a couple of minor things early on they definitely were in the tabloids a lot probably the thing that she's best known for was Far later into her career, when she was in her 60s, actually, when she slapped a cop because he apparently. Because he apparently insulted her by pulling her over. And yeah, she went to court for that and had this whole, you know, defense and was just like. He basically had it coming because he was disrespectful to her. And, yeah, she's very well known for that. And she uh, actually parodied that in the opening credits to... Do you remember those those movies, The Naked Gun? That movie series that came out. I don't know if it was the first yeah. or second one. Mm-hmm. But she, she parodied that whole thing in the beginning of, of one of the credits for that, so... Oh, Jaja. Oh, Jaja. They say she was 99, but... Which is crazy. Well, what's really crazy is they were, like I said, one of the first real tabloid queens famous for being famous, and they were also really good at kind of rewriting their history. And of course, in those days, really? oh yes, in those days, you couldn't really fact check the way you can yeah, now. No you can't verify shit. You know, she's from a whole another country. Of course, they lied about their ages. Of course, they said they were younger than they were. I mean, so I, no one really knows how how old Jaja may be. Have been. That's true. Because mm-hmm. you probably shaved that off by a good few years. That's so weird. Yes. 
Oh yeah, old Hollywood is full of that. People lied about everything. People lied about where they were from. Yeah, they, they lied, that was a way of life. Lying about your age back in the day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, people lied about where they were from. People lied about all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They just they just made you up from top. Not to anymore. Well, you can't really do that because people can find you now. You know. People, you can you Google a couple of pages, you know exactly how old anyone is. Well, we're, <laughs> we're way too plugged in that way, too. I mean, you really can find mm-hmm. where, and a lot of the time, because people are putting it out there, their hometown, their, yeah. what college they're going to, or and this or that. what job they or, from. Yeah. <laughs> I know I realize that I do that, too. Like, you know, everyone knows that I'm in Los Angeles. I mean... LA is a pretty big place, but yeah, we really broadcast ourselves now, and and we're so kind of linked into the grid that just being able to reinvent yourself or recreate yourself as they did in the early days of Hollywood, you can't really you can't really get away with that these days, not for long, anyways. It'll catch up to you. So. <laughs> Yes, definitely a I am waiting for the Zsa, Zsa Lifetime movie. It'll happen. Oh my gosh, it's going to be good. Because you know her husband's <laughs> waiting to cash in, so. Oh yeah. Prince von Frederick, or whatever the fuck his name is. I had the very distinct pleasure, by the way, of, of meeting Zsa, Zsa and her husband. Um... She was very, very old, and in her very, you know, late days, she didn't make any public appearances. She really never left the house. So, um, that leads us right into Celeb Shade. Oh, this week we have some good stuff. All right, I'm going to dive right in to kind of the meatiest bit which even just you before the podcast you were like no i don't believe it wait oh my god yes it's happening camilla <laughs> left fifth harmony a stupid stupid girl well yeah so fifth harmony has been this really hugely successful girl group they have a ton of hits out um Mm-hmm. But they've also, because they've been put together, you know, by a, a production studio, <laughs> they weren't like friends before. There's also been a lot of animosity in the group. So now I guess she's yep. going her own way. Attempting to. I don't get these girls. I don't get why they don't just do a quick Google search as far as like manufactured girls group go and then and realize that it's always the same formula. You get together and then you become successful and then one person wants to go off and try to do something and then everyone realizes that none of you guys can be a good solo artist because you're better together and that's exactly why you're a piece together on X Factor because not one of you bitches could hack it solo. Exactly. Well, it's kind of like... That's what they do on X Factor. They yes. They people who should be so... Or try to be so artists and make them a group because they can't shine by themselves and the experts know what works. Yeah. And so I, why would you go against that grain? They're it more feeling that out. way. You've already found success. You've already found an audience. Find ways to express yourself within that group and ride that gravy train until it is dry. 
I mean, come Seriously. on. Fuck your artistic integrity. Screw all of that. If you're at the level where you're certainly for a lot of young girls, a household name, you know, you have songs that are on the charts, you're making a lot of money, you're on tour, you're doing all the shit. Girl, why would you try to walk away from that? Right? Mm-hmm. And especially when you're a piece together. And I get it. <laughs> right. Like, once you're in something, the unattainable becomes a well, it's and all... becomes less of a guise than it is. Yeah. But, and you get used to a certain amount of comfortability and, oh, we have this fan base, and this is probably based upon me. It's sure, there's think. a lot of voices in your ear. Oh, this group relies on you. If it weren't for you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, but no, like, y'all are trying to be so artists. Well, something then, something is working, you know? There's something in the mix that's working. Yeah. Like, it just never works out that way. It just, yeah. It, think about... people have come from groups. Yeah, think about this. Think about someone like Leonard Nimoy who basically, even though he did a lot of other stuff, he basically spent 50 years playing Spock. Yeah. And was very willing to do it and very humble about it and was really into the character and understood that that was going to be his legacy no matter what else he did. And he did do a lot of other stuff. He sang and he was in... I mean, he was in Mission Impossible for crying out loud. Like, he was, you know, in other TV shows that were successful and other, you know, had other things going on. But he was also smart enough not to just try to walk away from the thing, the very thing that made him famous. And he kept doing it to the very end. That's smart. Silly, silly gals. I don't know. People just don't have any type of marketing experience as far as marketing themselves these days, it seems like. (laughs) I don't know. Who am I to tell somebody what to do? Good luck, Camilla. Okay, so, oh my gosh, we'll move on. You're not going to make it. Yeah, sorry, but... <laughs> I'll be the bad cop. They'll go on without you. Me. They will go on without you. What was the one from One Direction that went off? Is he having any success? Zane, he had, a, he had uh, um, a decent single, and his album sold okay-ish. But then there's another one from One Direction that also went solo, Lewis, right? Oh, well, yeah, I don't know what's even going on with it. Yeah. And he was like the main one. Everyone was like, oh my God. That everybody so loves. Just no, like, it's, yeah. I don't everyone know. loves someone and wishes for that to happen while they're in a group. And when it happens, it's like, oh yeah, you have to need people behind you. Perfect example, side note, is Nicole Scherzinger. Well, I don't yes. know what it is about her. She's beautiful. She can sing her ass off she really can. everything that should make a solo artist yeah no, but she, if there aren't people nancy behind her there's nothing that shines about her there is something so when you strip the pussycat dolls away from nicole there's something i don't know like just like so generic and basic about her she just isn't she it, just it doesn't is, have which, like she's got all the talent and all the beauty and all the stuff but she just doesn't have that like 
it needs support. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> Charisma? Uh. Yeah, it, 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 there is something about that, pun intended, X Factor, that you, yeah. it, you can't pinpoint what it is about someone, but some people just have that thing that makes them stand out as a solo artist. That no matter what you do and how well you can sing and how well you're marketed just doesn't translate <laughs> in some other people. And sorry, Camilla, you don't have it. But moving on along, next topic. Uh, oh, no. Well, we've just literally like shaded every solo attempt from every uh, group ever. I love it. Well, so few really work out, though. I mean, so few really do work out. There have been some, you know, Justin Timberlake Justin, Justin, being Justin an Tim- example. Timberlake, yeah, yeah. Who I still can't really stand, but you know, good for him. He's made I'll some good albums. He's definitely made some good music. There um, have been a few exceptions, but yeah, yeah, most of the time, if you've got something, and I think this goes kind of like in your life too. If you've got mm-hmm. something that works for you, something that's going well. You you should probably ride you should that probably out. Ride that better, out. And, bigger than anything yeah. else. Until you can really make that jump, you know, successfully without risking anything or whatever. You know, just psh, shit. Milk that cow. Right. <laughs> That's my advice. Drain it. Drain that vein. <laughs> so then, I'm still figuring out with our next topic. If this is even fucking real or not, the video of CeeLo Green talking on his cell phone in the studio, and it blows up in his ear and pops in his face, and he falls out of his chair and just lays on the ground, and that's where the video, like, cuts out. His team has Yeah, his team hasn't confirmed it or denied it. It looks very fake when you watch the video. And I, if he is dead, I feel really bad about saying that. He is not dead, first of all. This screams product placement. This screams extreme viral marketing. This, yeah. I, I, I swear to you, it's he's teamed up with Apple or some bullshit. Oh, God. And is running with his whole Samsung oh, Galaxy God. X um, S7 Note or whatever that's been exploding and it's going to be used to promote something else and it just, especially because there have been random celebrities that have been aligned with him yeah, that have been like, oh pray for CeeLo blah 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 blah, but nothing else has come out no statements from hospitals Right, you figure his team, you know, yeah, this is someone who's, clearly he has a management team, he has publicists, he has, you know, all that stuff. He's on TV on The X Factor, like, they should be able to respond to whether or not this is real and whether he's dead or whatever happened to him, like, come on, bitch. I I don't, I feel like it's dreams, it's a dreams, just mostly stunned. Or maybe it's even a commercial. Right, for something. But still one of those things that it it makes... When it makes the news, here's how our news reports it. And granted, 
I'm looking at USA Today, I'm looking at E-Online, and I'm looking at some other stuff. <laughs> and they're like, CeeLo Green appears to be talking on phone that explodes. Like, they're describing the video as it is without ever giving it any examination or being like, you know, when you blow that video up and you look at it full screen, yeah. you're like, that effect, when it blows up, mm-hmm. it kind of looked like a real simple, like, white flash. Mm-hmm. Like, almost like, you know what I mean? There's no... I could do that with, like, a good half-hour right. graphics training there, program. <laughs> there's no examination of it whatsoever. It's presented as though this thing is real. And so now this... Something that clearly appears to either be a prank or a commercial or something yeah. is basically being reported as news. I, the I'm fuck not is wrong it. with Especially our media? Typically, there aren't cameras in a recording studio. I mean, I don't know why because there would be. Do, and this is just me speaking from experience. Yeah, people, people do, do all kind of shit. Yeah. Things things go down <laughs> in a recording studio. That shouldn't be on camera. You don't so want a camera a in the recording studio. Video, and I mean crystal clear. Yeah. Video of him in the studio alone, unless it was a home studio with the surveillance. Sure, that could happen, but normally it's a video of who's going in, who's going out of the room. That's about it. So, yes. Yeah. And again, being Normally, there's no cameras allowed, allowed, no mm-hmm. audio allowed, no none of that because you're if not supposed to know out, who someone's working with. Right. And you don't want things to leak. And you and again, things go down in the studio. You want, you don't want video of rappers smoking this or snorting that or pop stars doing the same things. Sure. It, I mean, that, that, that doesn't, doesn't happen, happen at all. Right. So, so stupid. And it, it, for me, it's feeding into this whole like real news, fake news stuff that's going on right now where the media just can't even seem to examine a very clear attempt at a viral video or a marketing ploy or commercial or like I said, whatever the fuck it is. And not at least acknowledge that it might be a prank or this might not be real. It's just stupid. Anyway, you know what else is stupid? You know what else is fucking dumb? This is actually so dumb, I think it's going to work, is the Black Magic Mike show that's coming out on TV. I don't know what... I I don't know what uh, station it's going to be on. But Vivica Fox is starring in a new show featuring male strippers called Black Magic. You'll, of course, be tuning in. I will. <laughs> I will. Just I mean, for research, yeah. It, it is basically daily. Black Magic Mike. They just took out the Mike part. And there is one white character who's called White Chocolate. Good lord. 
His name is Festifer. Good <laughs> lord. No. I am... Mm-mm. <laughs> it looks so ridiculous. I think I will have to watch it. You know it's going to be awful. Vivica Fox. You know it is. It's going to be terrible. It'll probably be on TV One or something. <laughs> if not worse, some brand new network. But who cares? It'll be really hot guys stripping... Yeah, on a weekly basis. So I'll be there. I'll be tuning in. You're aware. Yeah. As long as they're, you know, as as long as they're streaming it, as long as I get on Hulu, I'll fucking watch. There you go. Yeah. But oh god, I feel like it's so fucking dumb. Like literally, someone was like, (laughs) "It is so fucking." Magic Mike was dumb. Yes. <laughs> and there was, you know, there was a meeting where someone was like, do you know what we should do? We should be like Magic Mike, but like Black Magic Mike. And that was the whole idea for the show. But no. Yeah, then everyone was fired and someone got hired and was like, you know what? Drop the mic. Yeah, it's called Black, Black Magic. Let's get the, you know what'll really turn it up? Put Vivica Fox in here. Right. Shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a mess. Uh, Vivica Fox <laughs> is kind of like the black Heather Locklear of TV, right? She's like on all these kind of crazy You're right. Shows, Vivica but... Fox is like a black Heather Locklear. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she never really goes away. She never goes away. Everything. She's never really on anything good. She's usually the best part about it. But yeah, she's never like on anything for her, but yeah. she is not the person that any studio thinks will get people in to go no, see her. No, no, not particularly. Oh my god. Good assessment. Mm. Yeah, I am wine. taking a sip, having a little wine. Oh my gosh. Alright, well let's move on to our next topic then. Did you see... We've been talking about Mariah Carey a lot. Did you see the Mariah Carey carpool karaoke while I went for Christmas with all the celebrities? I did. I yeah. thought it was adorable. Very cute. Very cute. And just another reminder that every single time that Christmas rolls around, Mariah Carey gets like another like $7 million fucking dollars. <laughs> I know. Because say what you want about her crazy narcissistic alcoholic ass (laughs) the bitch writes all the fucking songs she wrote literally like the christmas song of our yes she did Um, Mm -hmm. and she's making all that money too every time somebody else sings that song yeah like she i mean think about it most christmas songs were old ass christmas songs and then here comes Mariah Carey writing all i want for christmas is you and was it like 1993, 92, something like that? Early 90s. And I can't remember an original Christmas song being made that has captured so much attention since then. No, I mean, you have like NSYNC's uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday song, which is kind of a, yeah. 
niche. Everyone releases their Christmas song. Right. It's it's, like, it's the that niche. That is the Christmas like, song. Right. The Mariah Carey <laughs> song is a fucking classic. It, it is just as much of a classic as like Jingle Bells or yeah, absolutely. Santa Claus Coming to Town. Like you, you, you have to hear that song. I'm not even a fan of Christmas songs except on the day of. And if you're going to play Christmas music, you fucking better play Mariah Carey's All I Want For Christmas Is You. That's all there is to yep. it. That's yep. a classic. So, good for fucking her. Every, yeah, literally every every Christmas season is Christmas for her. Yeah. Because but, all of a sudden, dear God, it's just number one on iTunes, yes. and number one on Billboard, of course and it's making millions and millions of fucking dollars for something that she did like 25 fucking years But, ago. holy... <laughs> Well, talk about riding that gravy train. But still, holy shit. Can Mariah put them fucking titties away? They are not just featured. (laughs) They are on display in such a manner that there is almost nothing else that you can focus on. Every time I see her, I mean, she's sitting in a car wearing what looks like a blazer and the blazer is just open and her breasts are so pushed up and exposed where every time she moves, I'm captivated by how things don't just flop around everywhere. You know that it's something miraculous when you're mesmerized by a pair of breasts. But Mariah, put them away. Like they are so out. <laughs> They're just there. Like, a little, cl- a little cleavage. Fine, you know, you're gonna show it off. That's fine, you know, whatever. But th- this is to a level of. It, it's such an extreme. Every time I see her, I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like her. <laughs> tits are so there. just there. Oh. In my face. <laughs> God. Put him away, Mariah. All right. Well, we'll move on to our next topic then. This is my favorite. I don't even have anything to shade about this. This is my favorite celebrity story this week is Emmy Rossum basically took yes. the shameless production to a halt by demanding for top pay on the show. And her reasoning was that by getting top pay on the show, even though, yes, there are other actors like William H. Macy who are stars of the show as well, her top pay would make up for all the years where her pay wasn't equal to the male roles Mm -hmm. on the show. While this was happening and the show was put on hold, William H. Macy, who, by the way, is a producer of the show, was actually like, well, it's about fucking time. I mean, you know, do you think? She works as hard as I do, and she deserves everything. Which is awesome. Yes. So, obviously, she had him on her side, and... Even, I think, within that day or within the next day, it was the news broke that she not only had uh, they gone back to production, but she had 
gotten top pay on the show. So she did it. Yeah, that was a quick turnaround. It actually sure really was. With her, with her team, and I'm sure it has to do a lot with how it looks to me. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, there could be holdouts that really, if you're grinding production to a halt, you know, that could go on for a while. But to resolve it in a couple days, that's pretty cool. And I'm glad they gave it to her. So that's pretty awesome. That was definitely my favorite. I guess the only thing I could say to shade is that show is fucking horrible. It is about horrible people. <laughs> no, my boyfriend watches it, and there, even her character, there is no one on that show that I can root for or that I really like, or I have no idea why he's so captivated by it. Whenever it's on, I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, what terrible thing are they doing now? Who did they punch in the street, or who did they grift, or? You know, oh, their dad needs a kidney because, you know, he's been such a raging alcoholic and he's finding this, like, grifting this daughter that he doesn't even, she doesn't even know he had. Like, just, they're such terrible people. I don't get it. But good for her. (laughs) Yeah, good for her. Have you ever seen that show? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, everyone always tells me about it, though. I feel like I have watched the show. They're all assholes. Every single character on that show is either crazy or a fucking asshole. I don't get it. (laughs) And with that, we'll move on to our next topic. (laughs) I'm a little sad about this one, to be totally honest. Because I do watch what this are you show. Sad about. I'm sad about Scream Queens being canceled. Yeah, you do like that show. Well, it's a um, total spoof of the horror genre, like the idiotic things that they do on that show, and the whether it's different. It's I. I can't even explain all the way. If you don't get that it's a spoof and that it's supposed to be completely ridiculous, then... And maybe that's why people didn't quite get it. It's hard mm-hmm. to do a horror comedy. Yeah. And the second season definitely diverted from the first in a lot of ways. Which happens with a lot of Ryan Murphy shows. Like, he starts out with something very solid. There's a certain chemistry that's working. And he really wants to advance the story so much that by the time you're even in the second or third season, like, everything is different. And all those things that made those great, like, dynamics, all those things are gone now. Or or they're just trying to... They're forced into a new situation where it doesn't work as well or... I mean that makes sense. It's just like it's like he has ADD. No, it's he. It's like he has fucking ADD, and then once a show of his gets on the air, he has to (laughs) fuck with it until it's something almost completely different. So, I mean, even American Horror Story that is different every fucking season. 
Yeah. It starts off one way, and I mean, these shows, <laughs> they literally do like three or four episodes, and then they, they're still writing and filming this shit while the season's airing. So it's like, he's still can't figure out what the fuck he's doing. I will agree with that. I feel like sometimes the rules are very blurry. You don't really know, like, what you're getting or, like, what... I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, it's sometimes really hard to follow him. Yeah. But we keep trying for some reason. I mean, he still makes a lot of money. Good for him for being successful. He but. does. The thing is, it's very creative. Even if it kind of, if you lose interest in it, or it kind of falls to shit, or something horrible happens to your favorite character, it at least, I will say this, is very, very creative. And he usually has like some really yeah. interesting ideas, or something that maybe has been done before, but he's doing it in a really completely different way. Or... Um, has kind of researched it and is doing a more like historical like when he did a, like on American Horror Story there's a, there's a lot of historical references in American Horror Story that are yeah that touch upon something real... that's very well well thought out of with the details mm-hmm. but the actual execution is cut out of everywhere <laughs> I feel like because I do know that he is almost writing this as it's happening I do wonder and I feel like mm-hmm. you know with a lot of writers if they take more time with it like if he had a few years to develop each of these shows and a little more breath to write yeah. each one and each episode like when you watch a Disney movie for example like I was just watching the behind the scenes of Lilo and Stitch do you know it took them years to even write that fucking movie and get the whole concept to where it was what it was. Seemed like a good idea at the time. I mean, just in general, life speaking, then, then like, you're like, why did I even think about that? So stupid. Like, why why would I ever do that? (laughs) Right. You second guess yourself. I mean, so it's the exact same situation, but in his case, the way he does things, you can't go back and be like, why would I do that? Because it's, it's almost live. <laughs> By that it's, time, millions yeah. of everyone has seen it already. It's basically like this podcast. There's no forethought whatsoever. <laughs> we and just fly. Just and yes, and we just fly by the seat of Weeks later, we're like, and what it is what it is. Question? It fucking is what it is. <laughs> I love it. All right, well, um, moving on to a uh, similar topic, because you know I love everything horror-related, and I know you do too is um and this will make you feel old the original scream with drew barrymore in the beginning do you like scary movies that that was a terrible um attempt at that voice but um that movie is 20 (laughs) years old this month oh god you feel old shit Really? Ugh. I don't feel yeah. like I don't feel yeah. like twenty years has passed. I don't. I don't. I think that they're wrong. <laughs> well, honestly, I no. Don't think this will fuck you up. The movie has come out. Mm-hmm. I this feel bamboozled. Mm-hmm. I don't lie to. I don't. This I don't, will I don't really fuck you up. Sources. 
So, freshmen going into freshman year in high school right now will be learning about 9-11 as a historical event, something that did not actually happen in their lifetime. Can you stop making me feel even more old, please? <laughs> I had one more, but then I forgot because I've been drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> Things that make you feel ancient. <laughs> uh, well, if you haven't seen the original Scream in a while, or if you are one of those fucking freshmen who is I just was talking about and didn't experience 9-11, go rewatch Scream. It is such a smart, fun horror movie. Really well done, really well acted, great cast. Just everything about it is pretty much perfect and a lot of humor. And I think when, especially in just talking about something like Scream Queens, uh, Wes Craven, who did Scream, is someone who thinks about things for a long time and I think mm -hmm. thought about this movie for a few years. It was pre oh, yeah. still pretty quick for him, though. Like, the second and third one were still pretty quick for them. Like, it was... Mm -hmm. uh, those were more... I don't want to say rushed, but, you know, not quite like the original concept. But the way that it plays out, the, the, the layers of the story and the characters, it just... So well done. So I think that's maybe where people are disappointed when they watch something like a, a Screen Queens that just goes all over the place versus kind of a classic like Screen Queens or a Scream, Scream, the original Scream. I thought the sequels to the Scream movies were good though too. Scream yeah, 2. Yeah, that was one of the few cases where they actually made good sequels, which rarely ever happens. Yeah, Scream 2 was pretty good, I would say. Like, Scream 3 had its moments. There was another one, I forget what it was, but even that one was alright. Yeah. They never did, got terrible. I haven't seen the most recent one, though. That was five, right? There were a lot of them. Peter? <laughs> oh. I think five was the there last one. I came out like four or five years ago. I didn't uh, see that one, but I heard it was yeah. good as well. So no, they never got they never got horrible like the, you know the Friday the Thirteenth movies just got awful the the Hellraiser movies oh. by by three or four yeah, they're yeah, just terrible terrible films yeah so yeah Scream Scream definitely like the original one stands up today and the sequels I think definitely you know. Stand up to the original, mm. so. All right, we had a lot of celebrity shade this week, and then we're moving into another topic area, which you know I love. is tech talk. Mm -hmm. Totally tech. <laughs> Here's what's happening with tech this week. For one day, Uber got to launch... They're self-driving cars in San Francisco. And then they got shut down. <laughs> Why? Why did it get shut down after one day? I saw a video of a 
supposedly self-driving car that actually went through a crosswalk when a pedestrian had started to walk. It wasn't. I told everyone this. I it wasn't this close the to them. Like yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> episode two. You were saying this. Mm-hmm. No, you I did. Was. They wasn't close. It it wouldn't have been closer if you or I were driving and just didn't see that person. But it would definitely be something that you or I would get a ticket for. <laughs> so what happens when exactly. a when a driverless car? runs a signal runs past a pedestrian who gets the ticket what who, who do you punish what happens i don't know what happens when the driverless car has a glitch in his internet connection and gets veered off the path right runs into somebody crashes into a bus i mean yeah runs off the pier seriously like no we don't need drive. i mean that would be great it's great in theory and i think it'll be fine. But oh, it's I don't going think to happen. To be a guinea pig situation. <laughs> no, it's going to happen. We're we're going to go through a good uh, first generation is about ten years. By the time you get to twenty, thirty years out, you'll probably have a really, really solid product, and that's when it will pick up on a. By fifty years from now, you'll probably have like a Ford making fleets of cars that are. Yeah, all automated sure. and stuff like that. I actually we'll have this whole. By that time. I have this whole like vision of the future thanks to the automated car, but um, I won't get into that <laughs> now. But yeah, basically, it will happen. It's going to happen. That's just, I think, the way things are are moving. But a good, it's it'll be a good while. It'll be a good while before the majority of cars on the street are are automated. I still want flying cars, goddammit. I don't want flying cars. Why? Why do you need flying cars less flying? Because it's cool! You get into an accident with a normal car on the road. I know. Just be clear. Imagine. I don't need you to get into an accident in this guy. I know. I I have. I've actually been. Oh shit! I haven't been in any accidents this year, but I've been in a lot of accidents. And if I had a flying car and got into an accident, imagine being ground level, peaceful. You're walking through the grass. Suddenly, you hear a crash. You look up. Twisted, fiery metal is descending upon you. And that is the last thing you ever see. Sorry. Yeah, no, you don't, yeah, no we don't need flying cars. Sorry, you especially don't need a flying car. Maybe when... Maybe when all cars... Yeah. Maybe when all cars become automated and no one is driving anymore and all the computer systems are working properly, you could have flying cars that would get you from point A to point B much faster than being on the street. never. Nah, (laughs) you know, give it a hundred years. I plan to be around that long. I don't know about you. I'm not going to be here in a hundred years. If Zsa Zsa Gabor can live to be 99. Then for me to be 
I would have had to be born right now, and I'm clearly an adult. (laughs) I'm going to live for a long time. All right. Well, that that takes us to the end of our topics. And, oh, we're doing really good on time. Yeah, we're doing really good on time. We'll finish out the show with um, our favorite subversive holiday movies. You know, and we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll do who do we hate, who do we love. And then, of course, we'll do our sex question. So this is the last couple topics we have coming up. We're getting down to it. We're we are. The end, we are. It's, the clock is ticking down as we speak. <laughs> well, I brought this up because this past week, it was actually the St. Lu- Lucia Lucia Festival or whatever the fuck that's referenced in this Christmas movie called The Ref with Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. and Dennis Leary and it is so fucking funny and completely anti-Christmas in the way that the holiday is approached. Like there are, there are the characters are mm-hmm. all sort of messed up in their own ways. They all have issues and it, it's just such a a fucked up Christmas movie. Where it's just hilarious. Oh my god! If you've never seen the ref, please watch the fucking ref. I beg of you, go get Scream and the ref <laughs> and watch it right now. Do you have any yes. movies like that? I'm thinking along like when I say subversive holiday movie, I'm thinking like. A Christmas story, which I think everyone grew up with, where he wanted yeah. the BB gun, and they're like, "You'll shoot your eye out, you'll shoot your eye out." And it was this whole like <laughs> dark-sided take on the holiday, where not everything is really cheery and great and, and amazing, but yet the characters do sort of go through a change, and mm-hmm. in some ways either learn something or kind of become better because of an experience that they've had even though it goes against everything <laughs> that they like <laughs> their whole nature so do you have any movies like that that you like to watch this this season I have one I actually have a very very recent Krampus what's it called? Krampus? <laughs> because Krampus, yeah, that just came out last year or two years ago. Oh my god, yes. So that's the German yes. horror clause that yes, kill. What doesn't? What does he kill? Evil children, kill bad children. Basically, what happens is Santa Claus rewards all the good children. Well, yeah, you know, there's the naughty and nice list, and the naughty list goes to Krampus, and he comes and. Basically takes children um, and kidnaps them. Horrible things to them for being bad. So, so it's, and it's not. This is not a, a lot of parts of the world. Not here, but there was a movie made on it, and 
I actually really enjoyed it. It was very yeah. campy. You know, I know exactly what movie you're talking it about, was... and I haven't gotten to see it yet, and I'm really pissed because, you know, we only stream shit, so it's not on Netflix, it's not on Hulu, yeah. it's not on anything yet. Yeah, it's not on Netflix yet or anything. God damn it. It's, I, it's, it's really good. Enough. It's made by the same director that made this awesome movie called Trick or Treat. Again, very campy, um, but it has a very cool ending. I'm not spoiling anything, but okay. it's not what you think it's going to be. Um, it has a message. Okay. Like, yeah, it's all kind of twisted and things yeah. are happening and they're like evil gingerbread men like that are that. killing people. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it has some good people in it. Like Tony Collette is in it, right? She, yeah. Uh, she was in the United States of Terra and she's been in a lot of yeah, really good a, stuff. She's a great actress. Yeah. A really good, good actress. She's great. Um, that's yeah, why I was like... it's a very entertaining movie. Huh. I really need to see that then. You do. Well, there were some others that were on my list, and if you haven't seen these movies, definitely check out Bad Santa. I mentioned A Christmas mm-hmm. Story. I think we all kind of grew up with that. You'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye yeah. out. It, that Christmas Story is kind of like... Oh, God. It's like this flip-sided Norman Rockwell-esque uh, story of, you know, coming of age. Anyway, if you don't know Christmas Story, who the fuck are you? Anyway, uh, Elf, Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands is a great... Oh, yeah. Yeah, very subversive Christmas holiday-themed movie. I forgot that was holiday-themed, but you're right. And then the last one that I have on here is... Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever, which is a really, believe it or not, it's a Lifetime movie, and we've talked a lot of shit about Lifetime, but this movie is so funny. It's very cheap. (laughs) It's terrible, but it's really cute. So if you haven't seen Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever, definitely check that out too. The best thing about it is that they don't try to make Grumpy Cat's mouth like move. They you just hear Grumpy Cat's thoughts. So Oh good. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I I that find that really freaky when they try to make animals fucking talk. Like yeah, animals like, don't, don't fucking talk. talk. I just want to hear what they're thinking. Yes. Animals don't fucking talk. They meow or they bark or they do whatever they do. Like they don't fucking talk. Mm-hmm. They don't fucking creep me out with that. So yeah, that's the best thing about that whole movie is that it's all um, it's all her thoughts, and yeah, they don't try to make her fucking mouth move, which I fucking hate. Speaking of hate, that leads us to who do we hate? Who do we love? You know, this is uh, many of our listeners' favorite topic when we do who do we hate who do we love so i always try to think think of something really good yeah well some of our listeners aren't as tuned in or a social media i guess um addicted as we are so they don't even know who we're talking about like when we're talking about fifth harmony they're like who Like, what? Hey, who? Fifth Harmony. Who the <laughs> fuck is that? So, they like this stuff because it's something they can relate to. All right, who do we hate? Who do we love this week? 
Richie Rich. Um, I hate everything okay. I hate <laughs> Time going fucking live on social media mm. I can't deal with it and mm. it's an option on everything now you can now go live on Twitter you can now go live on Instagram you can now yes. go live on Facebook yes you can and I just you can go live on Snapchat I, I, nobody I wants to see you in your car driving yeah I don't care about you being bored at home in your bed Going live. Oh, just got off of work. Gonna go live. Why? Like, it needs to. They should have just kept that shit to fucking public figures. And I thought it was a cool idea at first when it was just for celebrities. And then it became widespread. It's kind of like it. yes, nine it, times out of ten, I don't really give a shit. No, about I don't care at all. About. My really yeah, my boyfriend was saying he he doesn't do Snapchat at all because he's like all I see is Snapchat is like people looking at themselves with like butterfly crowns or the, literally true. like when you go live, you're just you looking at you and yeah, and like people going live on concerts and like concerts oh, static. Yeah, driving in their car. It's fucking stupid. Here's the update on my day. Just left the office. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. Like, I, I, you could have made that into a Facebook status. I could have read it in two point three seconds and moved on with my day. I don't. I don't need the visual of you being bored and doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> although I will say, although I support your hate completely. My boyfriend and I just watched Lavonia Jenkins' Murray Christmas special, which was a Facebook Live special, where she not only performed some of her own original material, but also lip sync. There's some classic. Okay, that's different, because that's something actually being done on Facebook Live. It's not just like Joe Blow yes. coming home from the office after doing data entry for the last nine and a half hours. <laughs> Oh no, I totally see what you're saying. Completely. If someone, if you're Facebook living and you're just laying in bed and you're talking about stupid shit, what you have for lunch that day, nobody fucking cares. Agreed. You really don't. For sure. Um, Do you know what I hate this week? I hate... What do you hate this week? Anything at this time of the year... That is award season oriented for your consideration. Oh, give us an award. Especially stupid crap. And if you don't, if you don't know in LA, there's so much stuff that goes out at this time of year for your consideration that is horrible. No one should be considering this. For anything. And one thing in particular that I watched this week, Cafe Society. Why I decided to watch a movie with Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart to begin with is beyond me. But the fact that it was boring and awful. Because I thought maybe they wouldn't be the stars of it. Because Steve Carell was in it and Parker Posey's in it. Like other people that Stop are actually thinking so much, Wes. That's the problem. I, th- I thought because other cool people might be in it that it would be good. 
horrible. <laughs> so fucking boring. Oh my god, I can't even begin to I tell can't. you. I can't. I, and I hate shit like that. And I know we're in Hollywood, and I'm very privileged to, you know, receive all these for your consideration little discs, which, as you're watching the movie, flash across <laughs> the bottom of the screen that... 80,000 fucking times. If you're, if it's for your consideration, if you're not a part of the Academy, you shouldn't be watching this, and as soon as you're done with this disc, break it in half and burn it. As much as I really appreciate that... <laughs> Half of this shit is just fucking terrible. Cafe Society, no. <laughs> done with it. So that's what I hate this week. All right, what do you love this week, Richie Rich? All right, I'll make it quick. I love the old <laughs> <laughs> You always love I old people. You always love I old people. I don't care, You know what? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Being alone in the same city. So I have to go back to old love. Oh my and, god! And the, the few joys of my life here right now until I get back home. You're so yes, like obsessed old with old people. I just had a bunch of cute old people I encountered this week, <laughs> <laughs> and they're so carefree and don't give a shit about anything, and like living their lives and drinking, and so amused by everything. Oh, that's yes, crazy. once again, I'm loving the elderly. I don't care. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's cute. That's good of you. It is. It's the fucking holidays. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Grow <Girl> heart. <laughs> I'm trying. No, I like old people no, too. You're not. <laughs> no, I do. I like old people too. Actually, do you know what I do every year at Christmas? is I have a Christmas party at my house where I have Kentucky Fried Chicken. And the reason... Oh, yeah, you do. I do. And the reason that I have Kentucky Fried Chicken is because my great-grandmother, who was very, very old, even when I was a little kid, obviously, being my great-grandmother, she lived close to us, so we would visit her pretty often, but whenever there were a lot of people that came over and of course if a few people come over that's fine but if a lot of people come over you have to feed them oh you better bring KFC you better bring Kentucky Fried Chicken that was her favorite I always remember that she just loved having Kentucky Fried Chicken it was just such a special treat for her and every year at Christmas, I have Kentucky Fried Chicken. So, yes. I do love old people. See, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can repeat you a lot. <laughs> R.I.P. Great Grandmother Tilly. So, do you know what I love this week is... Speaking of old people, old things, the original Americans... The American Indians who are right now, well, they're still rallying in the Dakotas around this pipeline that they've stalled, but they don't know where it's going to go, and they're trying to divert it. This week, they called, they had a, the leader of their tribe had a, made a big speech, and he said in the speech, 
that now isn't the time to forget, but it is the time to forgive. And the idea that the people who have basically been abused for hundreds of years could still talk about moving forward peacefully is just beyond me at this point. Like, Oh, yeah. You know, there are so many days where I'm just ready to burn it all down. And <laughs> to be able to talk about... Every day. Yes. To be able to talk about forgiveness and... Oh, God, that, that's, that's so inspiring. So I do love that this week. And you know what else I love this week? I have a second love this week. A we.org is doing a promotion this holiday with a bunch of Rafiki bracelets. They're made in Kenya and they support Kenya with healthy food. So you can buy, give, and donate these little bracelets at we.org. That's awesome. Yeah. Support Africa. Okay. So that brings us to the end Sex of our topics. Time. Yes. <laughs> That's the end of our topics. That means it's Speaking time our to get sexy. Favorite time of the year. Yes. <laughs> the favorite time of the show. Mm-hmm. We're just a little over the hour. So we'll get to our sex topic. And wrap this baby up. Have you ever called out the wrong name during sexy times? Whoops. We asked our audience on Twitter. 40% said yes. Oops. (laughs) 60% said not yet. So they're not counting it out. It might happen. And what is your answer to this, Wes? Have you ever caught up the wrong name in bed? I'll tell you what. Um, There's a reason I don't ever play the game Never Have I Ever. Because when people ask these questions... You've done everything in life. (laughs) I don't specifically remember calling out the wrong name, but I'll one-up you with this by saying there has most definitely been a time that stands out in my mind where I clearly forgot their name. So I don't know if that's as bad or worse as calling out the wrong name. But knowing while you're doing it, you have absolutely no fucking clue who this person is. Uh, you have no idea what they are. <laughs> Whatever. It didn't really change uh, things. I mean, you know, it's a physical exchange. What do you need exactly. to know? Their, what do you need to know their name for? True. Uh, what about you, Richie Rich? Okay, so I've never called out the wrong name in bed I as a slip of passion I have called out the wrong name almost just because I've 
like been yelling at someone all day long, or I've been around a friend. Oh. Whose name I've been saying. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, but nothing like I'm confusing a person or I'm thinking about someone else. Or just like that. And it's always, it's always rooted. Well, in I, yeah, I mean, I feel like that could would happen. Like if you've been in a relationship with someone and you know this is the first person that you're messing around with. After that, I could definitely see whatever. You know, I could see reasons for it. Yeah. I've never confused people. I, I have forgotten people. I think it's more of a, like, when your mom tries to call you and, like, your siblings, and they <laughs> she <laughs> lists Bart, every Brett, fucking name Jim, by George, Bob, you're the last Chris. one that she fucking says. So yeah. like, really? You're my fucking mother. <laughs> you name me. Serious? How my name is? No, she clearly knows your name. I'm an only child. Oh, you same Yeah, name exactly. All the time that it just... No, it happens. Yeah, you could you could just spontaneously call out the wrong name. Have you ever called out your own name? I've never <laughs> called out my own name. Have you ever slept with someone? Have you? No, I'm narcissistic, okay. but not that. Not that. Have you ever slept with someone with your name though? You no, know, I've never slept with anyone with my name. It's weird. I, you, you know, slept with a Wes. I've never slept with a Wes. No, but That's such, oh, okay. I, I think that you that. I'm like, how? No, there's not. There's not many of us. Um, I'm aware. Yeah, you guys are a rare breed. yeah. Wes is not a common name, but um, my father's name is Mike or Michael. Especially in the gay world, there yeah, are a lot of Michaels. And the like, the first time I slept with someone named Mike, because I don't call my dad Michael, but I know that's his name. The first time it was kind of weird. <laughs> Sleep with someone with that your dad's sense. name, like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's weird. There's a lot of Michaels in the gay community. Yeah. So I definitely... <laughs> That's another question for another time. That is another question for another yeah, time. Oh, weird. Mm. Yes. All right. But never particularly called out the wrong name, and apparently only 40% on Twitter have done... So, however, there is still time. And again, if you're following us on Twitter, we will release the final results this week. I am at Westifer, and I'm at Richie Rich 909. So please follow us. That is the end, the end of, of another episode of the show. We are not produced by anyone. We are not brought to you by anyone. We're basically <laughs> like a pirate broadcast of Don't Give a Fuck. So, I mean, I'm fucking via satellite right now, basically. So. <laughs> yeah, so we, we really thank you for listening. It, it, it's kind of amazing that we have literally thousands of people that, that listen to the show uh, every week, and it seems to be growing. 
And you know, as we get to the end of the year and we're like closing out the show for the first year, I just can't believe that we've even come this far or that we have such a such a a big audience. So thank you all yeah, so much. Yeah, a lot much. of you listening to us. Yes. Even, like, even when we are robotic sounding and <laughs> No, it's not that bad. I've listened to NP- I listen to NPR almost every day, and they always have someone Skype in or a phone call in. So you're just fine, Richie Rich, and it's only for the next few weeks, anyways. So uh, seven more weeks. Yeah, now. <laughs> it's gonna like be that. just be fine. It's gonna be just fine. With a magnum of champagne when yeah, I come back, that'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> Well, we will be back next week with a, another holiday-themed episode. We'll figure out exactly what's going on for New Year's then. It's fucking Christmas next week. Don't remind me. No I, can't, I can't fucking take it. Everyone gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna gift myself with martinis and yes. call it Well, until then, happy holidays. Bye. Happy holidays, everyone. We'll see y'all all next week.